This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo. And it's the name of the podcast. And today I have a very special person that I actually met in person prior to, to having him here. And this is the only person that I've done that. So today I have Kakoa Macaulay, which he is the CEO of Modern SDR. And I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Kakoa, how are you? Good man, James Fu. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the on the podcast today. Um, it was awesome meeting you out in Miami. Uh, I, I know we connected at, at one of the uh, PR events out there. Um, absolute blast! And I, I think we went to the yacht too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Was... The yacht was. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even use uh, like a bathing suit. You're like, oh, I'm gonna use my pants. Actually, the 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 mar- like the very branding picture that we've used from that, I took it. I don't know if you remember. You I took, took that, that photo. Yeah, I took that picture. Every time that I <laughs> see it, I'm like, right. you should give me credit. <laughs> That's the credit. This is the credit but, here. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we're going to just, um, I got the credit at least in here. But yeah, so let's just start with uh, giving the audience a quick introduction. Uh, tell us what you do and why. Yeah, man, for sure. So um, I guess I can kind of just give some background. Um, so I'm 22 right now, graduated university um, about a year ago. Um, from school out in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, did that. Uh, I was studying for business um, the whole time. And really what I noticed throughout all of college was that all my friends were going into investment banking, consulting, all of these other uh, very typical jobs after school. And what I realized probably sophomore year was that I was actually terrified of job interviews. So I was absolutely terrified of job interviews. I had this really bad stutter. Um, and it still comes up here and there, but it's like now, now it's not a big deal, but back at the time, right. I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to recruit for consulting. I don't want to go to all these investment banking dinners. I don't want to do any of this. Right. So at that point, I really had kind of two choices that was, Hey, create my own business, right. And make something work. Or I suck it up and I go to investment banking and consulting interviews. Right. It was, it was either or. Um, and with that, I, I really decided kind of sophomore year to put my head down. Um, in the past, I'd already explored other avenues kind of on social media, on YouTube, things like that. Um, but I really found a passion for social media marketing. So it was really the statistics, the data behind it and kind of testing the limits of the algorithms, right? I, I, I liked doing the things that weren't necessarily um, the, the more traditional forms of marketing, we'll say, um, and really like to kind of push the limits of, of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, things like that. And I ultimately found a passion for that. So kind of throughout sophomore, junior, senior year, uh, really started kind of growing the agency, started more on the agency side of things. And, and now we've kind of transitioned more towards your, um, your, your educational and, and coaching programs for stuff with like modern SDR, Blackout Accelerator, things like that um, to really help teach sales, teach high ticket appointment setting. Um, and for the business owner side, teach them how to grow 
grown scale. So that's that's kind of the background there. Hopefully that uh, that fits what you're what you're asking. Yeah, definitely. That's why I like touching those three points, like your introduction. So you know, what's your story, and then what you do, and then the why. So you definitely touch on all of them. So I love uh, I do I've had heard this before, like your story, like, oh my God, I was scared uh, of interviews. That's something that I really remember because it was kind of like funny and stuff, you know, I'm, I'm understandable, but still kind of peculiar. <laughs> so um, um, yeah, definitely was like, when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember when you said it in the event. And uh, it's cool that, that you know, you're so young uh, and and you stick with the, with with the program of like the school thing, right? Like the traditional route because you were already there. And I remember you mentioned it too. It's like, look, my mom wants me to finish this. So might as well, I'm almost there. Cause you know, I met you a year ago. So, you know, you, you were almost done anyway. So in making so much money and so that you didn't need to, but you were like, you know what? I'm almost there. I'm just gonna finish it. And um, yeah, that you were doing, doing both. And now you just committed completely to that. And now I feel like you have this perspective that look, it's not like, uh, I, I took traditional route, but now look, I know this. And from that perspective of, look, I'm coming from the inside and telling you, look, what I'm giving you now in this coaching program and everything is way more valuable than anything that I learned in school. So it's a pretty cool, cool perspective. So, right, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, I, I think that like formal education, like was worth it. Like, I, I think I actually did learn quite a lot, but I was actually having this conversation with my mother the other day and I think it kind of comes down to the resources available, right? Um, like we were on financial aid, like had um, a variety of like assistance with that. Um, so I think that's ultimately what what um, helped kind of streamline that that whole process. But I mean, if you look at some of the schools now, I mean, $80,000 a year, right? You're going into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. And there's this whole kind of education system online, right? that you can tap into for a fraction of the cost, right? Um, whether that's a few thousand dollars, $10,000, whatever it is, right? I mean, if, if you were in sales, like you can pretty much get whatever you want in life. Like I, I, I truly believe that. If, if you were in sales, you can do pretty much anything you want and you will never go broke because if you have the sale of skills, you can either sell your team on helping you out. Hey, this is the vision of our company. Or if you're able to sell, right, you're able to get new clients, which brings you cash flow, which ultimately is what's needed for a business to, to run, right? Um, and if you're able to sell, like like you're able to find your, your dream partner for relationships or your bet the best friends that you may have, right? Because you're also selling in that. It's it's how you portray yourself to the outside world and environment. So we're always selling. Right. And, and I truly think like, if, if it was different, I learned to sell at like 15 and I was really good at that, then, I mean, would have been making so much money that it wouldn't have been necessary to go to college. Right. Um, so I think it kind of comes down to that. Like, I think if a family has the resources for taking their, their kids to college, hundred percent, you should do it. You learn so many things, great experience, but there's also the flip side. It's like, Hey, for going in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, that you can never get out of, right? Then maybe there's another path. And, and that's why I think like even with COVID, it's been so interesting and fascinating to see because so many people have shifted to the online world, you know? Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my two cents on, on that was kind of long-winded, but- uh, No, nah, yeah. nah, that's fine. Because it, 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 
it you know it was very valuable and it was something that i've I've been mentioning in my previous podcast, sales is something that just keeps coming up. Doesn't matter what's the expertise of the person, sales is just like, you need it. And, and even if you're just like, go, you want to apply to a job, you want to get a relationship, like you say, and you want to get friendships, you still need to be able to either sell yourself or sell your vision or or sell something like you, there. There's always, the sales is just, it's just psychology in a way. It's just how to frame things properly, how to understand the person, how to understand in what in what stage you're at. And and for me personally, it's it, it has been a focus a lot, especially in the beginning of of my career was a big focus for me. And I'm I'm glad that I did that because it allowed me to even. It's not just about just doing sales calls or anything. It's it's about even just normal conversations where you're able to articulate something in in a so much shorter but say so much more like i'm always like how can i say the least amount of words and say the most amount of like have the most amount of impact so that's that's why like i i'm I'm glad that you you brought that up because it's something that i'm I'm glad that like i want people to see the pattern it's like hey everybody is talking about self maybe i should just learn a lot about self exactly exactly so um for my next question is do you have any tips or advice that you can give to business owners in general or to someone that would like to do what you do? Yeah, man, uh, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm always learning, right? I'm always trying to grow, trying to build, um, learn from so many mentors out there and have a lot of people that have really positively impacted my life with mentorship and, and coaching and everything like that. Um, and I think it, it kind of comes down to finding the information right that you may not be very knowledgeable about whether that's from a free youtube video or whether it's from a mentor whether it's from a mastermind whether it's from um, a coaching program right because at the end of the day if like i i made a video on this on this a few days ago actually and it's it's gonna go live soon but it's um it's it's why 97 percent of people will never make money on Right. And it comes down to three main things. The first is distractions, right? We're, we're too distracted. There's not enough. We, we feel like there's not enough time in the day, but it's because we're not focusing on the right things. Right. The second is we don't either have the skill sets um, or we don't have the network. Right. So for the longest time, it was very hard for me to make money online. And that was just because I wasn't good enough. Right. And I think a lot of people are not quick to admit when they're not good enough. Right. Like the reason why we're not able to be at a million dollars a month yet is because we're not good enough yet. Right. We have we haven't developed those skills to work as a team to get to that point. Right. We've been able to do a pretty decent sum so far. Right. But to get to that next level, it's hey, what skills do you have? What network do you have? And how does that build together? Right. And then there's um, the third. And it's I think it kind of comes down to. Um, mastering really the the mundane and and consistency, right? It's like every day, and it's probably with your podcast stuff too. Like some days you might not want to shoot a podcast or some days you might not want to reach out to people for podcasts, but you do it anyways because you have a bigger vision um, and moments with food, right? You probably want to make that massive, right? Um, so it's by sticking with that, I think is, is the ultimate prize. And it's just having that longer term vision, the longer time horizons. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree with that. And um, just everything just boils down to discipline, it, it really, because focus and in the network and all these different things is just discipline because you can just not have anything. But but if you can be able to have the discipline to like every day, I just want to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be. And doesn't matter the noise, doesn't matter what's happening. I can only control how good I can be today. Then wake up, you know, before going to bed, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I did the best that I could and be honest with yourself. That's the best that you can honestly, honestly do. Like I said, you can't do better than that, like better than what you can do in a, in a day. Just take it one day at a time. So it's just about like that discipline. Just look, embrace the suck, especially in the beginning. Uh, it's just going to suck and people are not going to trust you. People are going to be like, or your credentials, or your everything and all those <laughs> different things. It's just because you weren't good enough. And now they're looking for like reasons to see like validation or something. So yeah, everything comes down to discipline in my opinion. So um, that's just what I'm going to say to that. <laughs> yeah. and, and how do you find discipline? Would you say? So for me, it's about finding Okay, first aligning your goals. Like what what is it that I want? And be honest with yourself. Like, look, what is it that I'm passionate about? Finding something that you're passionate about. So then you can commit to it. And and right. even when things go hard, you stay on it because you have you it's, it's like you have your North Star, right? So you're you're passionate about this. So that way, because things will get hard. Just get it. <laughs> like doesn't matter how much you invest on coaching to try to avoid mistakes or anything you will find a way to fuck up some way. Like, it's just, it's what it is and you got to accept it. <laughs> so you got to have the mentality and, and, the, and the, the passion and that discipline and comfort, just be committed to it. So that way, when things go south and you're like, shit, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I, I'm like, I want to quit. What else is out there? Shiny, new shiny object syndrome. Then you can then have that. I go, I like calling it like a grounding. Like it's yeah. either North Star, but like, I like, it's like something that like when you're like losing your mind is what actually holds you to the earth. It's like, damn, right. like, let me come back. That's, so that's how I, I define it. So hopefully that, that was good for you and the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Man. I, I, I appreciate the, the thoughts there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, no. And thanks. You're the first person to ask me a question. So props <laughs> to you for coming like that. Guns blazing. Oh, so hey, I liked it. So um <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Really, it's a change of pace. So now let's flip it to the challenges. So either it could be a challenge that you had starting out or a challenge that you just had as recent as yesterday. Can you share with me and the audience a challenge that taught you something that you think is, is worth sharing? Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's a great question. I, I think, um, I mean, we're, we're kind of at the point in the business where like, we're, we're trying to break through new boundaries we've never hit before. Right. And for that to happen, it's, it's, it comes down to the team. Right. And for me to learn the leadership styles, like in my head, I understand everything about the business. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. We know we have to do marketing. Then we have to follow up with this lead. We, this guy's the hottest lead, call him. Then it's go fulfill. Then it's onboard. It's, it's all that. Right. But bringing together a team that may have very specific skill sets, right? And making sure everyone's aligned with the same vision. That's definitely been one of the hardest challenges um, that I've, I mean, currently going through too. Um, but it's to can consistently keep that going, you know, um, and keep 
keep keep everyone motivated and disciplined, right? I think it's finding that collective vision that everyone shares and every day will take the actions necessary to achieve that vision, especially in the times that it gets hard, right? I think that's the biggest, definitely the biggest challenge. But I think if, if you crack that code, I mean, business blows up. That's, that's, uh, that's the way to do it. It comes down to the infrastructure. It comes down to the team. That, that's something that was very powerful because a lot of people don't realize that like you can only scale so much yourself. Like, doesn't matter how super powerful, super smart or whatever you are, like you need a team. And in and, and that part is like, I'm in, I'm in the same boat uh, too right now because it's, I, I have a team, uh, five people and, and, and keeping them like motivated, disciplined. And like, like you said, like, I know everything about the business, but it's being able to, to pass it down and to, to really like help them and train them to, to be better. And, and you got to know that, you know, there's a reason that they're not a business owner. Like, and, and that's why, like you, like they, they look at you as the leader, as the guy that the person that is actually going to help them, because if they could do it themselves, they wouldn't be working for you. So that's something that I got to remind myself all the time, because it's like, even when I think that it's like, oh, I'm just giving you like a small thing still, like, I, I need to make sure that I nurture you, that I make sure that you like yeah. have everything to make sure that I set you up for success because, you know. I should serve you because you are serving my company, my clients. So that's, that's something big. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing too. I think it comes down to empathy. And I've talked to so many people, so many business owners that are just like, yeah, all my salespeople suck. Well, it may be that they suck, but it also may be that the training's implemented. It may be that the offer isn't, isn't good, right? It, it may be so many other things. And I think it comes back to taking extreme accountability. So when something comes up in our company, I expect all of our team members to come forward and say, hey, I messed that up. It, it comes down to the team though, right? Like I, I think at the end of the day, um, like there's there's the team aspect, but then there's also the leadership aspect, right? And, and I think for the longest time, I was like, hey, we can just implement a lot of people, a lot of kind of brute force into the business. And this is how we're going to get sales, right? But then I realized my offer wasn't that good. Um, realized that our advertising wasn't that good. I realized the actual training and my leadership skills weren't that good, right? So the team members could only be at the level that I was at and probably below, right? And if I wasn't at a very good level, then there's no way that we could actually get to the next point. So I think too, when it comes to trying to build a business, right? There's a lot of introspection that one has to do and has to figure out like, hey, if this is something I really want, then I have to be the best version of myself. Kind of like, as you were talking about with the discipline stuff, I have to be the best version of myself to motivate the team and get them to be the best versions of themselves because they're only going to be as good as, as you can be, right? Nothing more. Definitely. And again, that's why you are the business owner, right? That's why we are the business owners because we are supposed, you know, we're the ones that are enduring like everything, like taking this responsibility, guiding everybody, bringing things in. And and one big thing uh, about like being the leader is, is you gotta like, you gotta take responsibility and you gotta make sure that like you're always 
on top of your game, even even in the tough days. That's something that has been has been something a little tough for me because I'm just so like I don't I don't like I'm so honest and transparent that sometimes like I, it, it's hard for me not to show that like I'm like stressing or you know something is going on and and something that a lot of people uh, every mentor every coach have told me like hey doesn't matter what's happening you have to be the one that is like the rock you have to be the strong one you have to be there so then the team can count on you doesn't matter what's happening in the outside doesn't matter how sales marketing anything is going you have to be the strong one because if you fall everybody falls so you gotta you gotta be the rock that is solid there as in supporting everybody and that's part of being a leader and part of embracing the big responsibility that we have. So that's, that's, that's what I wanted to add to that. That's huge. And, and I think too, just to touch again on that too, like I, I think a team too comes down to, I mean, and I think this is for a business to really get to the next level. It's like having the right people with each position because to some degree, right. People are going to be as good as you, but for certain things in each of the departments, I think the biggest thing is finding people who are better than you at sales, finding people that are better than you at operations. We, we brought on um, Kevin on, on the team um, about three, three or four months ago. He's been amazing, right? And he's so much smarter than me at handling client fulfillment, knows all the, the operation side of things. About, and he does stuff that I don't even know of. Like I, I didn't know how to run Facebook ads until like two weeks ago. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, that's been huge because he worked at Facebook for three years. Right. So I, I think it comes down to finding the right talent as well and having those people in place. And, and yeah, man, I think that's, that's what takes it to the next level. Yeah. And uh, I want to add to that because, you know, I'm going through it. You're a little bit ahead of me on like the team, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm we're, we're growing. And um, one thing that is big on on growing the team is is it's like a matchmaking process. It's not just about yeah. the skill set. The skill set is good, but there has to be a match because the company, especially when when you're like a, a like a sole owner like like us, like a, we're like the leaders. It's like we we are the company in the like in the beginning. Like so, they have to match with us because if not, then they don't match with the company. Like so. So I've learned a lot. I learned this from Zlot, uh, really, to how to how to be more like. It's kind of like a relationship. Like you, you have to make sure that you 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 resonate almost in like not a romantic level, but at least in in that compromise that you're because one one thing that I, I I've seen is I know I hire a lot of like contractors basically. It's like hey, just help me out here, and then it wasn't it, it was affecting my business more like than in the big picture. Like they they didn't care enough. So now I'm like you know what contractors are gonna be like super limited unless I absolutely need to for a specific thing and that's it. But I've been more into like, look, I want you to be part of the team. So that way we match and like, hey, we're meeting. I do team meetings every day at 7 a.m. That's how we kick up the day and we set up what the priorities and then you know, we make sure that we're on the same page, everybody's communicating. And and it's it's who can fit into these things is what I'm looking for right now. I'm not looking for somebody that just because it has the skills, pay me, I'll do it. No, it's, it's, can you be inside of the company? Can you take ownership? Can you take initiative? Can you make this your own? And I'll share the wealth. I'm not like trying to like, oh, just work for me and I'll just pay you scraps. And like, no, you help me grow. You'll get a bigger piece because you're, you're growing the company. So that's something that I wanted to add. 
on that because I, I felt like that's a shift that I did just a couple months uh, ago and has been a big shift and still, you know, still learning, obviously not, not an expert at this, but it definitely has helped me grow the team and attract better talent that is actually committed to the vision. So. Yeah, man, that's huge. I mean, congrats <laughs> to that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, congrats to you too. You're killing it, man. And that's why I was so looking forward to have you here. So uh, let's talk about now to kind of uh, before kind of close this out, I want to take about like two things. Uh, first, what do you think are the the biggest takeaways of this conversation? And first, I'm going to just say a couple and then you, you, you I want you to add because I want to like the first thing was like, depending on the resources that you have, you know, make the most out of the resources that you have. So that way, like when you went to college, you had the resources, you were provided that. So you, you took advantage of that. I did the same. I didn't finish, but I did, you know, went to college engineering for three years and, and I learned a lot and I made friends and everything that I don't regret. To be honest, it was a great learning experience. So if you have those resources, take them. Um, if you have to go in massive debt, then <laughs> maybe look for, for something else. Uh, another thing that, that you mentioned is the the team was a big one, right? Like that's like the biggest point in here, just growing the team. And um, what other things do you think is the biggest takeaways of this conversation? Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's awesome you touched on those. Um, I, I think really everything comes down to who can be consistent enough and who's a good communicator, right? I think sales is, it comes down to communication, right? It comes down to listening. And then with consistency, right? I think it's finding what the vision is that you want to achieve and it's sticking with things day in, day out. It's kind of like going to the gym, right? I, I think something that's really benefited, benefited me on, on the business side is in fitness, right? I, I think, so I was really skinny in, in high school, super skinny. I was like 120 pounds, something like that. But every day I would watch motivational videos, as cheesy as it sounds. I watch motivational videos at like, right in the morning. Um, and I go to the gym, right? So I, I, I either go to the gym before school at 6 a.m. or I go to the gym at like 11 p.m. at night. I was like either or. And then I'd sleep through all my classes. Like honestly, I, I'd wake up, I'd make YouTube videos, go to the gym, sleep through all my classes, go to lunch, maybe stay awake, then come home, work out again, right? Because the two things I cared about was my YouTube channel and gaining weight pretty much. It was, it was hey, how do I put on muscle? And the school was like, okay, <laughs> But the gym, I got, I gained 20 pounds over that first year, whatever it was, muscle, right? And with the YouTube channel, grew that to almost 45,000 subscribers at its peak. And the reason that fell off was because I wasn't consistent anymore because I didn't enjoy it, right? But the consistency for two years is what got it there. And the consistency in the gym is what got me to, I guess, where I am now. Um, and I think that directly applies to the business. I think it comes back to that every single time. Um, and it's like realizing that, like, that's huge. You know? um, yeah. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that you brought that on because I, I really, you know, we didn't touch on it, uh, the fitness part. And it's something that I, I, I think is very, very important. And we were talking about it in the event when we were there together. It was like, just find what works for you. For me, 
I don't do the, the 11 p.m. That's crazy. I don't know why you do that, but <laughs> I do the 6 a.m. I do. I, that's 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 a good one. And and what I do is I do yoga. I don't know if you remember that I mentioned it a lot yeah. there. And and it's it's a mix between when you do that, you feel good, you look good, so you know you you can do better. You're more efficient. But it's also the discipline part. Like it just comes back to that because when you commit it, it's like I didn't want to do it this morning, to be honest. I was right. like, oh my God. I was like, because it wasn't like I didn't want it to. I was just like in the work, like, damn, I got to send this. Let me send this last message. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I got the team meeting at seven. So I got to like hurry up. And um, so, and I was like, no, I got enough time. That's fine. And I literally finished. And then like the team meeting started like a minute after. So I, I right. just like did it, but I did it, right? I was like, look, no excuse. I'm going to do this. And I found something. This is something that not everybody has to do this. Uh, the gym, you know, works for most people, but for me, I don't, I don't, I don't do gym and I don't like running either. So sure. yoga, yoga was something that, uh, doing the, the, the challenge, it's a 14 day challenge for Boho Beautiful, uh, that it's very like balance. It's, it's for all different levels and she's talking. So it feels like I have like actual instructor there and it's just like 15 to 25 minutes things. So it's like, there's no excuse. And another, another thing I want to add about that, if you change your mindset to like, especially gamers, if, if, if people would relate to this, like doing yoga or just in general exercise, is kind of like collecting your, your free daily bonus, like, oh, your, your yeah. rewards, right? Like you go there and, and if you take it as a, as, as a reward thing and as an investment, like would you, if somebody tells you, hey, if you invest $30 every morning at 6 a.m., you'll uh, by the end of the day, you'll get $60 back. You're going to be like, hell yeah, every single day I'll be at 6 a.m. and invest. So it's the same thing. Instead of thinking about money, just thinking about us in minutes. Can I invest 30 minutes on this? And then like, I'll get, uh, I'll get 60 minutes back just because you become more efficient. You feel better. You can work better. So that you get, that's an, an investment that you can do day trading with it. So I, love that. Uh, so I, I hope that, yeah, that's, I, I hope that you can use that. Now for, for you, you know, when you're coaching your people and everything, hopefully that, <laughs> that helps you. Uh, but man, thank you. Really. Thank you for, for, for taking the time. And, and uh, now, like, I know that a lot of people would be like, damn, this 22 year old killing it. Like, I want to learn more about him. So what are the uh, easiest I'm trying to get food. I'm trying to get food. <laughs> Moments with food, baby. Well, and then, you know, how, uh, how can people find you? What's the easiest way so people can find you in Google or, or, you know, in Instagram? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is at Kikomac. Uh, I can put it there up, um, I guess, in the, in the link to the podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have it in the um, link in the check description. Out modern SDR. Uh, we, can, we can help you streamline really everything that you need to know about sales. Um, and yeah, always feel free to connect on, on YouTube, Twitter. Uh, everything's just Kikomacali on, on Twitter, YouTube, as well as what are the other platforms? Facebook. Right. We're on TikTok too. I think we're on everything except podcasts, which I actually opened up an RSS feed last night. So um, podcast soon. So food will have to have you on as well. Yeah, I'm excited. We're happy to to go and share, then be in the flip side, right? And then be sharing <laughs> the, the PR, my PR knowledge to your audience. So I'll be cool. And hopefully I can see you in another event. Um, uh, hopefully I'm going to start doing my own. I want to do like a, yeah. like a yearly one. So nice. that that's something that I'm, I'm going to go to a live event actually in a couple of days, just in two days, I'm going to be traveling to Colorado. So it's going to be another, 
uh, another event there. Whose event? Whose event is that? It's uh, the opening a new chapter of the American Club Association, which is uh, the oldest Ameri uh, club association, business club association, uh, established nice. since 1882. So wow. very, very old. And then Sujiga Bicer Board, which is the owners of this podcast, are wow. actually sponsoring the event. And then I'm the pre I'm their PR guy. So I'm going to be in their event there. I brought, I brought in Forbes, uh, a Forbes nice. representative to be there. So Forbes contributor is going to be covering the event. So there's going to be a feature of that and that happened because of me. Then also uh, we have like the Pivot Magazine that I made it in the cover. I just got this nice. a couple days ago. So, you know, if you want to be in Print Magazine, you want to be in Forbes, you want to be anywhere, so, you know, who's your guy? So, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. man, uh, thanks, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate this time. I think there was a, a lot of value in it. And, um, you know, hope to see you soon in person. Cheers, man. Thanks, yeah. man. So this is Fu signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.